You can't get that joke. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We are live. We're live, honey. Good morning, good morning. How is everyone? I hope that you had a great weekend. My goodness, this weekend seems so full. I feel like I haven't even had a weekend, actually. We had company when I guessed. Absolutely. We had a wonderful weekend. It was very, very full. We've got an amazing guest for you today. Stay tuned to get your mind right as the topic, but we are looking forward to Erica Keith to come in the nurture expert and share with us how that works. And um, we are going to wrap up the weekend, hear a little bit more about uh, what you did, what you didn't do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Both of those things are true. And we look forward to seeing you just in a minute. Be right back. Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Thank you guys so much for joining. We are here live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, and where you are. Hopefully, you are catching us live. If not, you can tune in for the after show in any of those places and listen to the podcast as well. Is that the best angle? Yes, it is. Okay. Let me share this to my page. <laughs> I love how you love to do things while we are live. And announce them as if they are a part of the show. So listen, this weekend, we had a little recreation. We took some time out. Well, actually, no, you guys, many of you tuned in for the National Family Family Empowerment Conference and Expo on Friday and Saturday. And my goodness, it was amazing. Good morning, Dr. Dunstan. And then on Saturday, we had the old school family reunion. It's a family reunion, and it was really fun. We had a couple of uh, experts on sharing how we can leverage some of the old school thoughts and ideas to get some physical exercise in, because a lot of us have reverted to a sedentary lifestyle. And you know what? We need to get up and move something. Get on up and move something. Um, Chiyani made a really nice post just this morning. Beautiful. Did you read it? No, Brian. I'm actually, I'm actually live right now, and working. Would you mind joining me? Then he's on... not even gonna know <laughs> where the skillet came from. Hello, Sister Erica. What's up, girl? We're looking forward to talking with you. It'll be really, really soon, actually. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then later on, um, on Friday, we had a few friends over to help us to. Have a little hospitality for Tuyani. She came to Charlotte and we all got to love on her. That was wonderful. Um, Saturday night, 
got some comedy in. Saturday night went to the comedy club again. Um, let me just say this about Saturday night's comedy club. The comedian is not a comedian. The headline of comedian was not one that any of us had ever heard of before. But I got an email from Comedy Zone, a flash sale. So I took advantage of it. Now, the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, they seat four to a table. I've learned the system now. Okay, They seat four to a table. So the tickets were cheap. So I bought four tickets, one for me and Lisa, and we brought two Yanny and we brought Dr. Deborah Dunstan with us. But we were the only black people at this show. <laughs> Our table was the black neighborhood for the whole oh, show. Okay. I However, I did. Much. I pay attention to that kind of stuff. However, I will say I I chuckled the whole night. You know, the ladies seemed to have really, really enjoyed it as well. So we had a good time anyway. Yes, we did. It was really good. It was really good. We had a troublemaker table not uh, far from us. There's right always going to be always one. Get one close to me. There's always going to be one. And we had the troublemaker table right behind us um, off to our left. And um, they just made trouble all night long. But even with that, it was still good. They wanted to talk to comedians. Fun. They don't understand the comedians have an act. They have a set. They have mm -hmm. their jokes laid out. And when you want to holler stuff at the stand, like, we moved from Los Angeles in 1983. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my God! <laughs> I cannot believe that believe that you did that. I'm glad that you enjoyed it, Dr. Deborah. And so, and this past weekend, those of you go, what's those of you know, it was Charlotte's birthday this past weekend, and Saturday was the anniversary of Sophie's heart surgery. Wow! So we had two things to like be grateful for, and I think it's so important to take a moment to express gratefulness and thankfulness. Uh, looking forward to Melissa joining on later on, hopefully today. I know she had a long weekend dealing with her dragon and her daughters and everything else. It's, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. But what did you do to break your week? week? End your week. What did you do to end your week? Did you have any recreation, break it apart, recreation? Did you do anything cool? Did you do anything fun? How was your weekend? Share with us. We do have a wonderful guest coming up very, very soon. But we do want to hear about you and your weekend as well. Absolutely, absolutely. I know that um, Dr. Deborah got some learning. She had a well. That was actually was that that yeah. That was actually on Saturday. She took a class at Business Nine One One. I'm excited for that. We With, love uh, love love Shay. Absolutely. Shay Morton. Shout out to Shay Morton. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm going to give a tip if you're going to go to comedy club. Take at least four people with you. Okay. okay? That way you get your own table with just your peeps. Instead of being stuck with some strangers, that's going to act crazy sometimes. Also, get general admission tickets. Okay, It's a scam paying extra. Because the whole place is only this big. <laughs> so, like, what's the difference? That's right. Get, a, get general admission tickets and get there early, like right when the doors open up. Absolutely. Hey, Dr. Beverly. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Make sure that you shout out if you join the show so that we can say good morning back to you. We love to know where you are and where you're joining in and tuning in from and just continuing to connect with you guys in your lives and in your businesses. So we um, also had another challenge, This well, not a challenge, but a um, I was planning my posting, planning my week for posting. And I decided to use two or three of my clients as um, muses, psychological mm -hmm. muses, for me to post answers to the types of questions that they ask. Because I always believe that if they have the question, somebody else has the question. Mm -hmm. 
So one of the one of the things that, and I'll just share it here that you guys will hear from me this week is the importance of list building. Good morning, Dorothy. Good morning. Thank you so much. She said, everyone, hope you enjoyed your weekend. And we certainly did. That's pleasant. That's right. The, the importance of list building to, first of all, just about any business. And so you got to have three things in order to do that. You've got to have a system that you use, a tool, whatever that tool is. I recommend the MailerLite oftentimes because especially if you're just getting started, you can always transport into a more um, expensive system if you feel like you need to, but it is a great place to start. You need to have three to five pieces of content to be able to nurture that person who has joined your list that will give value to them. And you need to be consistent about posting it three to five times a week, one to two times a day, inviting people to join your list and have a goal and objective and for that list. To join. Now, why do you do that? Especially for those of you who are entrepreneurial, <coughs> who have original content and who are what I call thought leaders. I'm not the only one to use that phrase, but thought leaders. If you make your income because of two things, what you know and your perspectives about what you know, your content and your perspectives about content. I had a session with the great Sean Hill on week, and he taught me something, low-hanging fruit right in front of me, money right in front of me. He says, Brian, I um, need to develop your strategic partners. Now, I've heard the phrase a lot of times, and I've tried it before, but I never did it as well as I did this past weekend. He says, what you want to do is reach out with them and have an official agreement that you will like, comment, and share their, their events and, and commentary and things they post and have them agree to do that with you. So Friday, I made a brainstorm out. I made a list of people that I think would be willing to do that with me. And uh, he, said you, he said, you want to get about 10 people that are willing to do that with you. I made my list. I made my really nice uh, message note to them. And I sent it all out on Friday. And I got 13 people that agree to like, comment, and share everything I do on LinkedIn. And I'll do the same for them. That's going to be great. That's so awesome. I just learned something, applied knowledge, low-hanging fruit. We've done that okay. with Power Partners a lot in our newsletter as well. We showcase and highlight a lot of the entrepreneurs that we're connected with through our newsletter, which affords them the opportunity to share it and invite others to also partner with us in our newsletter and get information about what's going on in the circle. One of the things that you that we typically uh, enjoy is that our newsletter is not only about us. You're going to hear about what's going on in the community of people that are doing great things. And so it really helps to add value to it. Now, we do have a guest today. Now, I have not personally spoken to this guest myself. However, I did do some research on this guest myself, so I'm kind of interested in uh, one of her one of her business titles is um, entrepreneurial therapist. Now, in my imagination, I think I know what that means, but I know I don't. So I'm kind of curious as to how she's going to take that and share that with us today. Um, last week, Friday, I also got a chance to speak at MAPS, which is a mental health awareness uh, organization, a nonprofit organization for mental health awareness, and they wanted me to talk about the mental health of an entrepreneur, how about how entrepreneurs can be sad and downtrodden and upset and how just one new client or one sale makes them feel so much better. 
as the sales confidence coach. They could be really pissed off and they get some money coming in. They're not so pissed off anymore. So I did a really, really good talk about that or so they say. Good morning, Dr. Beverly. She said, make me number 14 for LinkedIn. All right, all Dr. right. Dr. Beverly, wonderful. Thank you. So what we'll do is anything you have upcoming, anything that you want to promote, anything you want to share, you'll let me know and I will like it, comment on it and share it to my page as well. And I will ask you to do the same thing for me. Thank you very much, Dr. Beverly. That's interesting. I try to do that organically with all of the people in my connection, but I think it would be a good idea to have a, a strategic formal, al yeah. alliance to do that. But I do that. I do go out of my way to do that. This weekend also was amazing for the empowerment authors. I was so excited. We had authors doing showcases or pop-ups all over. We had uh, Carmelo Baker. I love, love, love. She did the butterfly. Um, event where she actually had um, reading and and activity time for the children in this particular community where she had her books, Please Do Not Treat Me Differently, How about a book on like display. That? And <laughs> she wore these fantastic colorful butterfly wings. She found or made boy butterfly wings for her son. And then she made a raffle and a giveaway for everybody who attended who had wings of some, some sort. They could have butterfly wings, fairy wings. They could have dragonfly wings. They could have ladybug wings. But they got entered into the drawing to win. And it really was an exciting event. The kids were all over her. She had some amazing pictures. And that was really, really wonderful. I was glad for that. And then um, that's an, always an amazing time. When you have a, a book that's not just a children's book and the children come there and actually get a chance to experience it and meet the author, mm -hmm. that's always an amazing time. Lisa just told that story. I remember one of my favorite times, I've written a not just a children's book as well called Why Rhinos Make Great Salespeople. We were Gaffney, South Carolina, I think, is where we were. And um, this little girl there, she was so nice and so pretty. She's probably six. Okay, little girl looked at my book. She came to the table, just looked at it. She didn't reach for it or touch it or anything. She was just looking at it. She was just looking at it. I said, would you like to hold the book? She says, yeah. So I handed it to her. I said, you're welcome to go ahead. And she went to a little table, and she started to read the book. And I got up from my table and went around to where she was sitting. And she was sitting there, and she wanted to read the story to me. And I said, did you like the book? She goes, yes, I really like it. I said, well, you can have it. And she was so happy. She looked at her mom to see if it was okay. And her mom was there the whole time. Her mom was sitting right on her shoulder the As whole time. As she should have been. As she should have been. Her, <laughs> her mother was sitting next to her the whole time. And But she gave me a hug, and I gave her the book, and it was just a sweet moment in my life. That is amazing. It's amazing to touch uh, those that are impacted by what it is that we have created. I really, really love that. Um, I, uh, I got another amazing... Uh, follow-up from Brad Wilder. What cool pictures he took, too. Absolutely. <laughs> Brad Wilder is a two-time author with Empowerment Publishing and Multimedia, and we did two of his built his uh, children books. The first one was for boys, boys, uh, boys Dare to Dream, and the second one is The Warrior Princess. Now, Brad just got married, and they don't have any children yet, but he said that he wrote that book because he already had his queen and he wanted to show little girls that they could be anything that they wanted to be when they grew up. And I thought that that was beautiful. It was wonderfully illustrated. We worked together 
with um, Anthony Skinner Jr. Anthony Skinner the second, excuse me, our illustrator. Jr our illustrator, and he did an amazing job with that. Anthony is actually working on the the second project with uh, um, Monica Allison, Future Leaders LLC in Philadelphia, so, that is going to be published with us as well. I'm glad for that. I'm we're so super glad. happy to be able to share these with you guys, our audience, so you are peeps. So again, how was your weekend? What time are we bringing um, our guest up? 9.30. Okay, cool. Sometimes <laughs> you be changing stuff up on me. Just when we had that half day, we had to okay. come up earlier, remember? Okay, good, because I was trying to space it out my mind. I know. I look at everything, see? So, Miss Phyllis is here. I'm happy to have you. Miss Dorothy Gregg, good morning again. Absolutely. Dr. Beverly, thank Absolutely. you, thank you, thank you for your generosity. Did you have a good weekend? Did you? Mm -hmm. Did you? I hope that you did. I hope that you did. I hope that you not only got some time to relax and recreate, but that you also took a moment or two to dream. Because mm -hmm. I think dreaming is so important. Dreaming is the fuel for your creativity and it is the inspiration for your soul. I have three dry erase sheets in my bathroom. One on that wall, one on this wall, and one around that on the other wall over there. And the one on the middle wall, the one that I can see from the shower, the one that I can see from the shower the top line says, my dreams matter above all else. Amen. My dreams matter above all else. I think that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, this morning, my post on Facebook was, as long as you're still breathing, that means you're not finished and you can begin again. Okay? I think that's so important. I think that's something that... We get we need to hear from time to time because there are moments I don't know about anybody else, but there are moments for me that I start to think more about uh ending than beginning. And it's important to remember that you can begin at any particular point in time. Um uh what was it that that I think it was it was a quote from Judge Judy who was talking about the amazing art from Grandma Moses and that she was 80 before she had even what was it 90? Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. old. How about that? <laughs> How about that? And that she was still doing, being, creating, and living. And I think that's amazing. So do you have anything looking forward to this week? Anything you're dreaming about getting done this calendar week? We don't want you to work today because you worked yesterday or they well, because you worked last week. Because mm -hmm. then you'll be a week older and no closer to a goal that you don't have. <laughs> so what Good are you working morning, towards? Good Betty. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Miss Beverly. She says, good morning. First time on here. Yeah. We need to come up with a noise or something. <laughs> or something we do for first time people. First time viewers or first time listeners. Well, yes. Miss Betty Griffin, this is your first time here. Welcome. I will tell you, this show's been going on since October of 2016. Monday through Friday since October of 2016. This October will mark officially five years we've been doing Ooh. this thing. Five years. Yes, Monday through Friday. Our show is about three things. It's about personal conversations. Business information. And spiritual inspiration. With a little bit of shenanigans thrown in. Her name is Lisa Santiago McNeil. And he is Brian K. McNeil. And together we make up what we call the Empowerment Duo. Now, our show does have an expressed ministry. Yes. We have an expressed ministry on this show. Our ministry is economic independence through entrepreneurship. That's it. That's it. 
economic independence through entrepreneurship. entrepreneurship. We don't knock anybody with jobs, but we believe in economic independence through entrepreneurship. And if you have a job, we still believe you should be entrepreneurial as well. Absolutely. Understanding that um, economic independence is often is often something that we don't even realize when we don't have it. But it is interesting that the decisions that we make in our lives are often aligned with how much economic freedom we really have. What did you say that for? Economic freedom. 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 Because I had to sing because Brian decided to eat right after making a thought. And not finish his whole thought. And I still have a thought in my head. Mm-hmm. But I got to buffer you, huh? Because I got granola in my mouth. What? How about not having granola? See, when you have a team like this, if one person has granola in his mouth, no. the other person could talk. No, no, no. But so for me personally, it was really about helping women to economic independence because I know so many women, I was one of them, who did not have economic freedom and had to make some decisions based upon what we needed and what we had to gain versus what was in our best interest. Sister Betty says, I need this in my life. Amen. Let me finish my thought, Lisa, Please. since you were so rude. Um, freedom is the rude thing. rude helping you? The, free, the freedom is the thing. Now, if we're with freedom, you're freed for all the good and you're free to absorb all of the bad. You're mm. free to have the prosperity and you're free to have the lack as well. It doesn't go all go up, 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 up. Some seasons are better than other seasons, yeah. okay? But I still believe overall it's a better life. I've told this story on this show several times. I'm going to say it again. Um, Lisa and I have been fully entrepreneurial for many, many years. Neither one of us can hardly remember the last time we worked hourly or salary for anybody. But we just so happen to be... Corporately, you mean. Corporately, yes. Right. We get, I can barely remember it. But anyway, corporate, we once at a... Um, a restaurant here in Charlotte, North Carolina at mm-hmm. an outdoor table, and the restaurant was kind of full. We happened to have been at an out round table that had five chairs in it. We were only two people. Three people come up, and they were looking for a place to sit, and you know, we waited for one of y'all to sit at our table. They were dressed professionally. They happened to all be psychologists, okay? They were psychologists, and they worked for a psychology agency, okay? Now, they weren't interested in talking to us, and that's okay. They were there to talk to themselves. They were talking amongst themselves. Okay, that's okay. Because <laughs> we can talk about ourselves. They just need a place to sit and eat. No yeah, problem. that was fine. But we couldn't help but overhear their conversations. Go morning, Ms. And Phyllis. they worked corporate. They had good jobs. They did have good jobs, but they didn't have freedom. They were complaining about, well, I asked my supervisor for some time off. And he was saying, no, he's going to deny me time off. And I went to my other supervisor because he's turning my time off off. And I told such and such, and I'm going to put in for time off. And these basic things. And these were grown people. These were not 20-year, 30-year, 30-year-olds. These were grown people. These were like 40 and 45-year-old people. But Lisa and I, would. it just seemed like such a foreign concept to us. Yeah. To have someone else determine how you live your life and how you place it. Now, of course, if you have clients and and customers and consumers, even as an entrepreneur, you've got to weigh that into the balance, but you have a bit more flexibility. Good morning again. Um, thank you so much, Erica. She said, is it so amazing that we have each other as partners? We do. And it is amazing. And it's better than you think. Okay. Lisa is an amazing partner for me. She is. Okay. I could not have 
I'm glad I didn't. You know, it took me, I'm going to say this story too. I've told this story on the show many <laughs> times. But I was um, between marriages was 10 years. Okay, I dated a lot of women. I dated a lot of amazing women. They were really, really quality people. But none of them was my wife. Okay, they just weren't. And I could find a great woman to date, but it didn't. I didn't feel any compulsion to go more than just dating. And then two years before I met Lisa, this started in like 2013, because I was always part of a. I was a part of a men's group, not always my whole life, but a men's group, Male Empowerment Networks, and we meet twice a month. And I changed my prayer in the men's meeting. Hmm. Well, I started asking God, because guys would even bring women. Brian, you need a woman, because I was living alone. I had been living alone for two and a half years in a nice little house. It was a tiny little house. It was just me and uh, me and my cat, Archie. But uh, they wanted me to have somebody, you know. Even kids in the church wanted me to have somebody, because they knew I was a very much of a bachelor. But um, I changed my prayer. Instead of asking for a woman to look like, be like, do like, I started to pray to God, Heavenly Father, send me the right woman for me. Amen. That's all I asked for. I, I took every hook I could imagine off. I didn't care what he brought, sent me. I didn't care about her looks. I didn't care about her height. I didn't care about her weight. I didn't care about none of that stuff. I said, God, please send me the right woman for me. I prayed that prayer corporately with other men. We would hook each other's elbows in a circle and rock as we pray that prayer. Heavenly Father sent Brian the right woman for him. And we make that prayer. And it only took two years, but he sent me the right woman for me. Amen. That's, That's my story. That's a blessing. <laughs> okay. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. So five minutes, y'all. Five minutes to our guests, y'all. Absolutely. <laughs> Dr. Beverly, how was your weekend? Absolutely. Let us know. Let Dr. Us Beverly, know. I'm so happy that you raised your hand to make yourself number 14. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to send you a message when we get out of here today. Miss, um, thank you so when, much. When the show ends, I mean, not when we get out of here. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so tell us, man. Come on, y'all. Being, I don't need y'all be a little bit more talkative. What's going on? <laughs> How was your weekend? Uh, maybe you didn't do anything this weekend, but you would already like to begin to plan next weekend. I tell you one thing. I got excited coming up for me this week mm -hmm. on Wednesday. Thank I you, am Dorothy. so excited for Wednesday coming up. Um, about a month and a half ago. I, I decided to do something that I consider very, very dynamic for me. Um, I've been a sales coach for 29 years, teaching people how to sell better. And I have learned that there is a lot of things in selling and sales training that's completely communicable. It'll work in this industry, that industry, that industry, that industry. But there's also some stuff from industry to industry and industry <clears throat> that's really, really specific and peculiar to that industry. So I came up with this brilliant idea that I thought was brilliant to do a four only series of sales training. I started off doing sales trainings for real estate professionals only because 20% of that is only for those industries, real estate, uh, appraisers, those kinds of things. Then I did one for coaches and consultants only. Then I did one for um, insurance and financial advisors only. Then I did one for network marketers only. Um, this Wednesday, I'm doing ones, and this is another one, that people have been mentioning to me for years over and over again. You should do one for this. You should do one for that. This Wednesday, I'm doing one uh, for only sales training. These are no-cost trainings, free to them, for attorneys, CPAs, accountants, and bookkeepers. Attorneys, CPAs, accountants, and bookkeepers, because they get no sales training in those industries. 
and they're notoriously bad at selling themselves and selling their services. So this week, I'm going to teach them how. I'm doing it at 2 p.m. Everyone who registers gets a free copy of the, I mean, gets a copy of the replay. So I'm excited about this Wednesday. I'm gearing up. I'm boning up. I'm getting excited about that workshop. Awesome. Miss Phyllis is another new grandmother this weekend. And she yes, said she, is. she spent it babysitting at her grandson's birthday. So the new baby and your already your grandson birthday is right close to each other. That's going to make for a serious September moving forward. Because you're going to have all of those birthdays in there. And for those of you guys who daughter, don't... her grandson, and her son, uh, the new baby. I can't remember. Is the new baby a boy? Oh, today's the 27th? Yeah. Today's my sister Valerie's birthday. Happy birthday, Valerie. I got to reach out to my sister Valerie. Um, Erica. I need to say this, too, about grandchildren. Grandchildren are better than children. Way better. Okay? If you don't have any grandchildren yet, take my word for it. And if you do have grandchildren already, you know I'm telling the truth. Grandchildren are better than children. Way better. <laughs> Erica said that she saw nine clients. That, was it this weekend? And she said they all seem to have a breakthrough. Wow. Many tears and loads of emoting. What? Nine in the weekend. Man. And she, they felt they had breakthroughs. Now, that shows that Erica has created environments where they could have a breakthrough. She's created an environment where they could have tears and felt they could do it in a safe place. Good job, my sister. Good job. One minute to our guest now. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to bringing her up. and She's already in the green room. She has her face decorated with a smile. She looks ready. She's standing tall, looking good, ought to be in Hollywood, all of that. <laughs> Let's go ahead Let's and bring, her bring up. you up. Bring them out. Bring them out. Erica. Was that how you pronounce that? Yes, yes. Hello. <laughs> Is it or Cassie? It's Cassie, like Jesse. Okay. Erica Nature. Oh, I feel so welcome. How are you? I am doing marvelous. Yes, yes. I said, let me go to bed. I went to bed. I went straight to bed after seeing all those clients and said, so I can get ready and be here and empower those today. I'm so excited. Now, we're going to ask you a bunch of questions, but before we do, I want you to please take this time to introduce yourself however you would like. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. So um, I'm Erica Kessie, the entrepreneur's therapist and coach. I also do speaking and corporate training. It takes a lot of grit and determination to be a successful entrepreneur and leader. So I married my bachelor's in business, 20 years in a business administration, master's in civic leadership, master's in clinical mental health counseling, as well as seven years as a counseling clinician, 15 years as a hustler, seven years as an intentional entrepreneur to provide corporate training, speaking, therapy, coaching, and consulting. All right. Well, I that's what it. you do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Seven years as a hustler. <laughs> no, 15. 15 me, years, years as a hustler. Because I've been trying, I was trying to figure out for a long time. So who do you who would you say you serve? Okay, yes. Um, let me just tell you, I was sitting thinking about this. I would say, if you all think about it, it's Maxine Waters from Living Single. Okay. 
James St. James St. Patrick from Power and Pray Tell from Pose. That's who I'd serve. That's gonna go over my head because I never <laughs> have power pose. Okay, let me let me let me break it down. So I I serve those who um operate from their mat. So we we are on a spectrum of our um our sexuality, masculine and feminine. I serve those who operate from their masculine, who need to get in touch with their femininity. They, I, I also serve well women that that operate from their masculinity that need to get in contact with their femininity, and those who masculine, those who men who have been beat down and not allowed to be as masculine as they would like to be, and be empowered and determined to do the things that they want to do for their families and their homes. All of these people are caregivers. Oh. I want to ask her so many questions. Come on, I'm ready. I'm afraid they might be tough questions on you. I haven't briefed you at all. I'm ready. Even if they tough, you ready? Every <laughs> Look, listen, I'm a thinking person. I, I can do this. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I believe you. I believe you can think on your, free, your feet. I believe you can. But with what you just said, so why do people want to masculine energy, want to get in touch with more femininity? Why do they want to go back to the? Why do you want the brother who hasn't been able to fully uh, demonstrate his masculinity did not have to feel that way. Why? Why? Because we are few, we are full human beings that we should be operating from our emotions. That's the most powerful place to operate from. So we, are, we should not limit ourselves, going back to limiting beliefs and limiting conditions to one thing. We should not, we should be able to move the best ways for ourselves without the conditions of the world, without what people say we should be and how we should be, but rather who we are. Awesome. Now, Dr. Deborah says, wow, I want to hear more. Ask the questions. That's what Dr. Deborah says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to tell you. Okay, so I really was intrigued by the title Entrepreneurial Therapist. Okay, tell me about the genesis of the title and what does that mean to you? Okay, so it was it was actually just a recent epiphany. And you know how you just get to a point that you've been seeing these people. I've been seeing this clientele for a long time, but never put the pieces together. I was going around saying I'm a master integrative coach because from from my training, what, that's what I do. I start with being very relational, person-centered, unconditional, positive regard, and I splash in integration of your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, professional life. So that's what I was doing, and that's what I was saying, but people wasn't getting it, okay? And so I wasn't getting the sales and the um, traction with that. When I finally came to it, I was actually... Um, in a group of women. So um, there's this thing called the Nashville Business Incubation Center here in Nashville. Um, we did an e-myth, revisited. We Wonderful. went over that book. Michael so Wood. because of who I am, I'm always connecting people. I'm a connector. I enjoy that. And I and I know that as entrepreneurs, we need to be connected. We are, It's A lot of entrepreneurs are siloed out and they don't really know and they're not connected to others in order to promote themselves and to feel to normalize the experience of entrepreneurship. So I'm in this group with these ladies and I'm talking through. You can see us. 
like, right, yeah, y'all went away for a minute. Okay. No, we gave we you, the, gave you the floor. But we won't do that anymore because you want to talk to our faces. Go ahead. <laughs> you can give me the floor. That's fine. I was just like. But I, I understand people want to sometimes want to connect with a face. That's no problem. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Well, um, so, okay, wait a minute. Let me get back. <laughs> So um, in this group, I was talking with the ladies because we're all about, okay, how are we in all the ways, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and then how is it affecting us professionally? Because most of the time we're having a personal problem, not a business problem. So your personal stuff is showing up in your business. Mm -hmm. So we're... So we're talking through these things and I was letting them know the concerns I was having trying to, you know, speak to people who would understand like what I'm trying to do. And they were like, I think you are like over people's heads. I have that problem. I, because of all the training that I have, I yeah, speak I over people's heads all the time. <laughs> so they were like, why don't you be an entrepreneur's therapist? And I said, no, counselor. And I said, therapist, because therapist means healer. And I definitely identify in that way. So entrepreneurs, therapists in that, I understand what it's like. I am not like other counselors and therapists. Most of them are okay with sitting in the office, taking insurance, seeing clients all day long. I'm not. I like speaking. I like engaging. I, I have all these thoughts. I'm kind of visionary. I have all these different activities and thoughts and things that I want to do. I'm also the startup grind Nashville director. I move around. I like to connect. And so I have always had the entrepreneurial spirit. I'm very much a risk taker. My highest value is growth and freedom and in intimacy are my values. So that's where it came from. I just married and synthesized all that I am with all of my training. So I have a, the bachelor's in business. I have civic leadership. I have counseling. And I married that with my own experience in all the realms that I've been in. Okay. Now, here's what I know about you. First off, you're completely sincere. You meant that, what you just said, that whole, all of it. I can tell. <laughs> Yes, I am. Every, I am. Every bit and every word of what you said. Okay. Um, I mean, that's. I think that's what attracts people to me. That truly authentic, which is my value. Like not my value, my vision statement. Most people don't have a vision statement. I work with a corporation had been around for 29, 39 years and did not have a vision statement. I don't know how you operate without a vision statement. If you have a vision statement, you need to get yourself and learn your values and create one. I'll be happy to help you. Yeah, anyway, and it changes from time to time too. But I believe you're completely authentic and completely sincere as well. I'm glad you had that um, that time with the ladies where they let you know how it. See, when when someone asks you what do you do, the challenge, you know, because I'm a sales coach, I'm a sales confidence coach, and I could hear early on places where I felt I could be helpful to you and I want to talk to you. But when someone asks you what do you do for a living, sometimes today people give either descriptive answers or cute answers. And describing what you do is fine, but it doesn't sell and it doesn't compel. And being cute doesn't do either one of those things either. The better answer is an agreement type of answer, you know, where you introduce the problems that you solve and get them to agree that it's a problem and let them see yourself as the solution to that problem or the hero to that, that situation and, and tell them what you do and paint yourself as a solution. And I can teach you how to do that, but, but I think you're brilliant, first off, and you're definitely Lisa and I kind of people. 
and we want to do some stuff with you. Did you have? I've been talking a lot there. Do you have one that you want to get in? Because I can keep going. Good. Okay. <laughs> okay. So somebody right now might be listening to you and agreeing with my thoughts of you. Man, she's brilliant. She's completely authentic. I like her. How I want to connect with her. There may be someone that wants to connect with you already, and but may not know how they want to connect you or even why. How do you prefer people connect with you or reach out to you? Okay, yes. Go to my website. It's um, Your Goal Concierge. So I'm the CEO of, of that business, Your Goal Concierge. And go there and you'll see right at the top, try on session. And it's a 15-minute session. So I'm able, because of how I am, I'm really, and the authenticity that you mentioned, I'm very good at, at providing safety. So people seem to always give me their information. I have, um, and I consider this a ministry, I can get down to that core issue and say, okay, here is what I see. And they can walk away with a coping skill after 15 minutes. It's a free try on session. And most of the time they are hungry to continue and they work with me after that. I can believe that too. Now I am blessed to be able to be um, speaking and speaking engaging myself at 10 a.m. this morning. So I'm gonna leave a little bit early. I'm gonna leave you in the wonderfully capable hands of the great Lisa Santiago McNeil. But I want to make sure I get you know make sure I get my stuff too. Okay. So let's ask you another question. Are you ready? I'm ready. You know, there's one thing I'm gonna miss when I leave early because the last part of what you talk, I like to give you a couple of minutes to say whatever you wanted to share with our waiting audience without my questions, you know, because sometimes I don't ask the right question. So I want to do that with you now. Is there anything in particular, this is a very entrepreneurial audience. This is a mature audience. They're a loyal audience. They're a friendly audience. This is a loving audience. But but all of that, that's this audience, very, very faithful audience we have here on this show. Okay. So irrespective of my questions, is there anything that you want to make sure that you share with these people, share with this audience? Yes, yes. Thank you so much for asking. All right. Um, what I would challenge everyone to do is to spend time with themselves. That is the that is what individuals are missing. So in with being an entrepreneur, you must have clarity. The only way you must you get clarity is with yourself. You spend time at least 15 minutes. That means no phone no TV, no kids, just yourself, and ask yourself tough questions. Who am I? What am I meant to do? What's my purpose? What's my what's my vision for myself? What are my values? And be with yourself and find out what's coming up. Now, I know this is scary. It's a very scary thing. Most people are have a really hard time doing this work. But the more that you learn yourself and want to be with yourself, the more that you can show up authentically and be exact. And then things pour into your life the way that they're supposed to, because you're showing up being exactly who you're meant to be in this world. And you're able to shine and your people will be attracted to you. I see your ministry. I got to read Dr. Beverly um, Thomas. She says, I'm feeling her book being authored by Lisa. She has a journey to be told with hearts. Now, Lisa, if you haven't heard, is the greatest publisher. Okay, Lisa Santiago McNeil. Since 2016, she has helped more than 100 projects to be birthed. Okay, 
four of them mine. Okay, several of the authors are, you heard her mention about some of her authors that she got a chance to be so proud of this weekend. I believe she has simplified the process, made it easy, and not just get published, but to build your business around your book. I think Lisa's the best at it. I'm happy that I got a chance to meet you, Miss Erica J Kessie. And uh, I know you and I will talk again, but I'm happy. Awesome. Adios. Okay, bye-bye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> bye. So grateful to have some time to hang out with Erica solo. Solo. So Erica, what did what um what did you what do you get out of working with your clients, helping them to work through and break through? What do you get out of it? Oh, amazing question. Um, I get goosebumps. So I I am meant to do this work. I have been doing this work for years. I even did it growing up. I was my mother's counselor. Um, and and it, it just it just falls in line with who I am. But um, I have had um, a whole story. Like someone said, there is a story. Yes, there's many stories. Um, and in that, I've, I've, it's a term called being parentified where you took on the parenting role as a child. So with that, I had to know, right? I had to know or because no, it seemed like nobody else knew. And that means I operated in my assertiveness, my masculinity on a regular basis. I operated from um, getting things done and making sure things worked out well. Um, but I also have the, had the complexity of because I was the parentified, I had to nurture my brother and my sister as well. So I have a good balance there and I understand what to do, how to push, but also nurture. I know that there's a lot of people out here giving out all this tough love, tough love, tough love. That does not always work. It's not, it, it actually can traumatize people. So it's better and also another thing about coaches, there's lots of coaches out here who are not, I have, I abide by um, ethics and general rules and how I interact with people. Coaches do not have these particular things in place. Well, so yeah. um, what do I get out of it? I'm, I'm about justice. I'm about, I'm about doing the right things for people and really truly knowing them personally, like going back to my value of intimacy I want to see them grow. I want to see them blossom. And I get to see that. And I also get to operate with those particular people that I mentioned who are my clients. I get to operate from my femininity when I usually have not been able to. The femininity of I'm going to nurture you. I'm going to allow you. I'm just going to esteem you and honor you and propel you for greatness because they already have it all inside of them. They just need the safety, support, and love that that I offer. Absolutely. As an empowerment coach and a publisher, I often get the opportunity to help others to work through what has held them back, but ultimately, or what they've broken through, because a lot of times the clients that, that I see have had great um, they've made great impacts, but they have limiting beliefs on so many things that they did. And almost 
it doesn't match what you think you can't do, but what you've already done. It's yes. like helping them to align those things together mm-hmm. has been part of the process. Like you say you can't, but you already did. Right. And just because someone said you couldn't doesn't make them right. It's what you believe you could do. But one of the things that you said, I think you said it before, it was it was interesting to me because I do understand it from this standpoint of someone who has a clinical background and training with regards to um, with regards to uh, and you didn't use the word Hippocratic oath, but around those around that. Right. I don't think that having clinical background or not a clinical background precludes you from having that behavior. But I do understand how without the understanding of the necessity of it, that some people may overlook that. And I think it's very important that that is an important element. If I work with someone and I am not the right person for the issue that they are dealing with, I have a responsibility to refer them to the person who is better equipped to work with them in that particular area. And it it go for me, it goes without saying because it's an area of responsibility for me. But I definitely can understand why that could come up and why it's so important to work with someone who does have that understanding. Yes, I'm so happy you brought that up. So um, I, as I said, I'm a therapist and coach because I do think that coaches is great. So much so that I have a coaching certification program, an internship where I am taking individuals through. I have five individuals right now in an internship with me. They are learning counseling skills. Then they're learning business skills in order for me to launch them into their own coaching business. So I definitely believe that you, but it's a ideology and understanding that you have to have that. Okay you need to refer out if this person is above, like if they have schizophrenia or something, right? Bipolar or something, they need to go to a therapist or they need to go to someone that can help them in that way. I wouldn't even have my, the ones that I'm taking through the internship. The thing is they need to learn how to refer and triage out. But I know that some people are not doing this particular behavior because that person is paying for their services and will continue to pay for their services because they have a, a relationship, but it's yeah. also do no harm. Right? Absolutely. It's necessary. It is necessary. Dr. Deborah, thank you. She says, Lisa, you're great at referring. Absolutely. Dr. Deborah. So the coaches that I work with, because I work with other coaches to help them to solidify, establish and promote their businesses. I often get to be first partaker with what it is that they know and what it is that they do. So they actually become part of my Rolodex, for lack of a better word, for those that I can refer people to. And that is a really great thing for me. Good morning, Katura. Thank you so much for joining us today. I think it is imperative that we do have a network that reminds us that there is more than enough and that if you only responsibly handle who and what is for you, that you will have more than enough. Yes, yes, definitely. So um, so you all right here, you, you see below it says try on session. Um, it's called a try on session because I do feel like it's the best fit. A lot of times with 
going to therapists and also coaches, you'll find someone and they finally make you feel a little bit better than you felt before. Mm -hmm. They may not be the right fit for you. So you need to shop around. You have to see what's the best for you that's going to skyrocket you to where you need to go. So I do, I call it a try on session because it goes into my try on psychology and philosophy in that you must find the right fit. That person must make you feel like sunshine. That person must also nurture and provide a social support system for you, connect you with things, um, enhance you in all the ways that you feel you should feel absolutely nourished. Absolutely. Like but you've been in the always, desert and you now and are you drinking. Drink. Yes. yes. We always say fit before fee because you cannot succeed if it doesn't fit. Everybody has walked around at least one time in their life with some pants that didn't fit or some <laughs> shoes that didn't fit. And neither, neither one of those conditions were positive. But having fit before fee allows a couple of things. Not only does it allow you to try the coaching style and see that the elements that are in there fit with your needs, but it also lets you see whether or not that coach is the right one for you. One of the things that I have to say to my clients often is that there may be a point in our coaching process that you don't like me. You have to understand that this <laughs> yes. is not about whether or not you like me, but whether or not what I'm giving you is working for your good. Mm -hmm. And so if this is only, oh, because you're a nice person and I laugh with you and all of that, well, that's good enough for us to be friends, but that is not that does not mean that I am the ideal coach for you. And so I love, love, love knowing that you have a try-on session. And if they go to yourgoalconcierge.com, we will definitely be able to schedule. You'll be able to schedule there. And do you have any last words that you want to give our audience before you uh, sign off? Okay. Okay. Last words. Yes. Um, just to reiterate, I am Erica Kessie. I am the entrepreneur's therapist and coach. I will provide a safe space for you to learn coping skills and to be able to get past those psychological blocks also will model a social support system for you that's healthy. Absolutely. You can reach me at yourgoalconcierge.com and get a trial and session. Absolutely, Erica. We're so glad that you were able to join us. If you could just hang out in the green room for another second, I'm signing off in just a moment. Thank yes. you so much. Thank you so much. Guys, we had an amazing time with Erica. I hope that you reach out for your um, try-on session. If you believe that her services are something that are aligned with an area that you are lacking, then reach out to Erica Kessie, the entrepreneur's therapist, and get some of that help from her. Listen, we ran a little bit long today, so we didn't get to the songs. I was hoping we would get to the songs today. I would love, love, love uh, to have Erica had the opportunity to hear our silliness, but you know, it is what it is. We'll be back tomorrow at 9 a.m., and I promise you we will serenade you from the ceiling. We will see you at that time. Remember, don't forget to have sex. See you later.